Hey guys, welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. I am Fofo, Bonizi is not here, and Soba put ice on my seat. without me. How dare you give Soba some ice to prank me? Soba just pranked me. She, she put has ice a on mind of her own, Fofo. I did not tell her specifically, oh, iprank mo si Fofo. She just wanted to prank you for all the times that you made her loco. I never make anyone Ha ha ha, what a joke. I know. <laughs> Bubble gang. Bubble gang kate. Anyway, hey guys, welcome to the podcast. A bit of an unorthodox intro there, but always up for something new. It's always something new with Bofo, but hopefully everybody is having a good time today. It's a Sunday, so hopefully you are staying home and staying safe. Anyway, the topic for the podcast today <laughs> is about fitness once again, because it's always an evolving topic and there's always so many new things happening in the world of fitness of Fofito and Bonita. Oh nga, eh. para makikita mo na lang sa Instagram or sa mga Facebook namin na, ah okay, workout ulit sila. But the big question is, how consistent can you actually be with your workout, diba? Well, in fairness to us, we have been working out for the past 10 weeks consistently. But there was parang one week yet that we didn't get to work out. What happened ba? The one week that we weren't able to work out was when we traveled. Ah, so after Shargoto, no? Yeah. So this was a couple of weeks ago. Mm-mm. And this was when ECQ was about to hit. And we were so scared because this was the first time that the cases hit 10,000 in a day. Yeah. And so we were like, oh my God, we're not going to the gym anymore. Yeah. So even though like our gym has a very big space, open space and you'll be really socially distanced with everyone else. Nakakatakot pa rin kasi when you're doing cardio, they allow you to go with mask off, diba? So nakakatakot pa din syempre yun. And shortly after, the gym closed. It was a good decision on our part, but that also paved the way for a new era of fitness. For bones and In our lives. <laughs> Okay, so we'll be talking more about that today. But let's go backward in time, diba? As always, let's, <laughs> let's transform to another time. So let's start talking about our lifestyle and most specifically, our active lifestyle when we were younger. So how active were you when you were a kid? I was super active. Bonizi has nothing to say because she was not active. I was active on the computer. Okay, wait. Okay, fine. Let me answer that properly. You go first. Okay. I was not active at all. I had zero sports. I hated intrams. I just wanted to be like a cheerleader. You hated intrams? I hated intrams so much. Pang muse ka lang? Um, yeah. Just a face? Um. Just an egghead? No. I would give like moral support to my teammates, but I hated participating in any sport. I just didn't want to get involved and look like a fool because I was so I couldn't even run properly. You know how like, I used to run like this before. Like with my arms flailing around because I didn't know how to run. Okay, so who told you you were lampa? You know what? I'm curious. Before we even get to our topics for today, who said that? A lot of people said that when I was growing up. I was so skinny. I couldn't... Like, give me a story. Like, give me a situation so I can envision someone calling you lampa. And so I can... So I know what you felt. I was called lampa. Weak. Give me a situation. Not enough enough energy. And it was... A lot of it was like when I was starting in Starstruck because I didn't have enough energy to like really give my all out. So I didn't have energy. Like my voice was so tiny. I couldn't handle like high energy situations because when I, I just wasn't into it. Wait, you started Starstruck at 13, right? 14. Okay, so what about before that? Before that, I tried running in PE class 
and I fell down and I couldn't breathe and that traumatized me. So nobody called you Lampa? Um, did my, you call yourself a lumpa? <laughs> well, some of my family did when I was younger. Ah, so there you go. Yeah. So why did they call you? They weren't there during <laughs> PE. No, they weren't. But every time I tried to do like a physical activity, I felt like I looked really dumb because they called me lumpa. And gotcha. they called me like olive oil because I was so skinny and I looked like olive Olive from... oil of Popeye. <laughs> because I was like wailing around, just like flapping my arms and I couldn't do anything proper. Wow, this is a lot of hugot from like my childhood. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's why. That's why I didn't want to start the topics because I was so interested in the stories behind that. Like, okay, when we're kids, we're defined by these random mundane moments for adults. But for us, it's like such a huge thing, okay? So I think like that one time someone told me and prep you're good at math that gave me all the confidence to be so good at math yeah, yeah. and like feel like I'm naturally good at it but mm -mm. in essence I was actually confident enough to work on it yeah. and I had energy to work hard on it the same goes for me like when I was writing in grade school and in high school I got recognized because I won in competitions and I, I was like oh I guess I'm good at this I'll work even harder but when it came to sports I was the complete opposite I made a mistake people would laugh at me so I was like I'm not doing this I hate sports and it just goes to show you how important it is relating to kids to be honest with you you can't even be sarcastic no. I remember moments that for me were semi-traumatizing, pero yun pala, the person I was talking to was being sarcastic. Like my yeah. dad was being sarcastic. Yeah, and that's why I always say nga, parang when it comes to Alvaro, you have to be as honest as you can with your baby brother because he doesn't understand the world like we do, diba? Yeah, and there could be that one moment that would define this kid's yeah. life. and for me, that It was, defined your it life. It defined my life. And I had people laugh at me and... At that time, my parents were working two jobs. I didn't have anybody to tell me na, hey, it's okay. Like, sometimes you'll fall and you can stand back up and try again. For me, it was like, okay, they laughed at me. I'm not doing this ever again. That's so interesting because now that brings me memories that I realized were huge moments in my life as a kid that shaped who I am now. Yeah. So I remember before, my dad would bring me to work sometimes. Oh, really? Very yeah. seldom. Wait, what kind like, of work did he have at this so time? He was a businessman, so he would go to his office office and then he would do a lot of his things there i didn't know what in the world he was doing yeah. he would just make me sit in an office chair and i just had so much fun in the office chair because i could go up and down and, and roll, roll all around, around. <laughs> so that was always fun but the thing is in between his office day he would always put in gym session uh -huh. in and between? i would wait for him in the gym so i would just be that kid like touching everything and everybody's like hey move away no like kids allowed Alvaro. Yes. But the thing is, being exposed to that area made gymming a regular thing for me. Like, if you are an adult, you gym. Yeah. You work out and you exercise. And I only realize that now because for, like, let's say you, you never thought going to the gym was a super extracurricular activity. I didn't even know that gyms existed till I was in high school. You see? So there. So me, when I was younger, I was like seven, eight, nine years old. I was already exposed to that. And little did I know that that shaped what I thought life was i thought life was it's normal to have gym in your life i didn't even know that people had to train for sports i just thought oh you're super good okay you get into it if you're not good don't get into and it that's crazy for me to think of that's crazy for me to hear because yeah in my life i was surrounded by athletes all my titos and titas when you see when you go to family reunions you see in my lola's house all their trophies medals and photos and all their stories they're like oh yeah did you know he was a track and field star he was a basketball star he played in ncaa you have for me i was like oh okay so this is like normal like when i grow up i'm gonna 
go through that too. Yeah. And it's just such a stark contrast to what you thought normal was. I didn't even know like what life was ahead of me. Like I just thought na, okay, you go to school, you go to college, and then you apply for a job. I didn't even know what job I wanted to get. So parang wala talaga akong direction ng bata ako. And I had no idea what was like out there in the world. Wow, this is a crazy intro to this podcast. But I to think we were just going to talk about fitness and then we go like, who got, what's up? Yeah, no, but I think this does tie into fitness because right now, it's such a huge part of our lives. Mm. Every day, we allot one, two to sometimes three hours a day just trying to stay fit trying to live a more active and healthy lifestyle. And it's just so interesting that we, you and I, came from two completely yeah. different points. Yeah, definitely. That's you when you were growing up. And that was my perspective when I was growing up. So you were surrounded by sports, by athleticism, and I was not at all. Yeah, and before that, I'd like to invite all the viewers, if you came from a different point or you share a similar experience with me or with Bones, please put it in the comment section because it's always so nice seeing different perspectives yeah. and how you guys react. And how you think you guys fall into a certain category when we talk about different things. Okay, so when we were younger, when it came to sports and athleticism, what's your mindset? Well, we talked about our mindset. What's your goal during that time? Na yon? Okay, so I got into taekwondo. I had swimming lessons. Mm -hmm. Of course, all of those basketball clinics that Filipino parents want you to go to. I tried soccer. Mm -hmm. So when I got into middle school, or actually grade school, pa lang, eh, parang elementary, pa lang, grade 1, grade Grade two, grade three. That's when I started learning about varsity teams, ah. basketball, and that's when my competitive side started to grow. So yun yung simula palang. Yeah. So in my head, it was practice na. Mm -mm. So the concept of practice and training was ingrained in my head very, very early because my older brother tried out for a team, mm -mm. and he was like, I was like, wow, what's a tryout? What happens in a tryout? <laughs> diba, like, like yung concept pa lang ng training and tryouts yeah. and competition, nabubuo pa lang eh. Uh -oh. And naalala ko kasi prep grade 1, wala pa akong pakialam sa mga ganun eh, yung mga games, basketball yeah. games. Yeah. Nung grade 2, grade 3, that when my brother got into these teams, that's when it opened up to me. Like, oh, may ganito pala sa buhay. And parang there's a system to playing this game. Yeah, and then as I got interested and my dad was helping out my older brother, he would talk about practice, I would go home at a different time because my brother would go home later because he would stay for practice. And I developed opinions. Oh, really? I developed opinions about it. As I grew, got into middle school, I was like, I like playing these games and I like being good at it. Like, yeah. if you shoot the ball in a game and everybody cheers for you, or even if no one's cheering for you, just that fulfillment of doing something right yeah. in that setting, that was a high. And I didn't know it was a high back then, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... That made me want to score more. I remember in recess and lunch, I would play basketball games. And whenever I score, I was like, I want to score more. I want to do more. I want to be productive. You know, so these were the moments that shaped my competitiveness and my willingness to get into a more active lifestyle. Okay. Those that, was your goals. that was me. That was me. Yeah. Okay. And my mindset. Coming from somebody that has no background on fitness when she was younger, I did develop my competitiveness in school also. It might not have been sports, but I remember clearly that when we were in computer class 
our teacher. <laughs> Sorry, computer class. Computer class. Okay, it was just so different. So, yeah. two, two very different points of views here. Kasi, di ba ngayon, may mga esports na, there are different kinds of sports, hindi lang physical. So, in my computer class, our teacher gave us this module. And this module would help us on how to learn to type. So, we would have like different exercises. So, we could practice muscle memory with our hands. Para we didn't have to look at our keyboard to figure out which letter was where, and so that we didn't type with our index fingers. Because when you're younger, obviously you type with your index fingers and you don't memorize the keyboard. So me being in a class full of maybe like 40 people or 35 people, I was like, okay, my goal is to be the first person to memorize this keyboard. So I had a keyboard of fake keyboard printed out on a sheet of paper and then I had it laminated and then I would practice my drills every day. Every day? Every day. I was Ooh. like, I was like, what's this? FJ, 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 FJ. AP, 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 AP. So parang ganun yung ano natin. May mga drills kami for that. Competitive bones. So I would practice my drills for typing. So yeah, I guess in some ways, I was prepping myself for being competitive and, you know, just training without even realizing it. Hindi nga lang siya physical. No, that's interesting because I shared the same experience actually. So I was very competitive when it came to computer class because it's a how many words per minute, right? WPM. yeah. So I was competitive then, but then again, I initially developed that competitive fire in sports. Mm. And it just carried over to that. So now I'm curious though. So you developed competitiveness in computer class. In computer class, in But what all happened my other to like the athletic side of things? Were there any other moments that you experienced when you were in middle school? <sighs> Sa totoo lang, I did not like PE class in elementary, high school, and even college. And the only time that I enjoyed PE was when we had to do yoga class. <laughs> Or we had like a parang ping pong class for college. And that was the only time I enjoyed PE or any kind of sport when I was younger. Why is that? I just didn't like the fact that I had to, you know, engage in like a physical activity. Like I didn't like getting tired. I didn't like falling down and getting hurt. Gotcha. And I feel like I was scared na pagtawanan ako if I made a mistake or if I didn't do things wrong. So instead of actually trying it and seeing if I liked it, I just avoided it. Feeling tired, making a mistake. These are all things that my parents and my environment addressed. Think about it this way. Michael Jordan would be in the front page of the news newspaper and my dad would randomly say do you know how he got so good he would practice and work so hard so those two words practice and working hard instilled in me already yeah but on this concept of oh you gotta work for what you want and then next thing let's say there was another athlete and natalo siya it's like, it's okay to lose because that motivates you to try harder. So parang Wala concepts, values or concepts yun of time yun. So yun. yung concepts na yun were given to me through stories, through cartoons, yeah. and movies. And my dad would make kwento and my mom would make kwento na, hey, you should be like him. And you should be like this cartoon or this superhero, Batman or Spider-Man or something like that. So it was interesting to see how those stories and the way they talked to me and communicated with me really shaped my concept of how to address an obstacle in my life. And Whereas it, with you, yeah. it was a bit different. It's different because your family, I feel like since they're so athletic and they're all into sports, they're go-getters. You know, they yeah. always like strive for something more, something bigger. Wherein my family background is more playing safe. 
let's stay here kung dito tayo sa alam natin because if we step out of boundaries what if we make a mistake so parang I feel like my parents in some way were protecting me from getting hurt but in the process they didn't realize na in the long run I didn't grow as a person or I didn't grow as a child diba? I didn't like learn things that I could have or I didn't know what I would have liked because I stopped myself from it yeah so you would think that as we discussed this, that what I had was all good stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, hey, Fofo, you got it good. Yeah. You were taught these That's values what I think. and things. Yeah. But there is a downside. Okay. And it's a very clear downside to me. There was a lot of pressure placed, and I didn't know that it was pressure. I didn't ah, know what it was. Okay. There was a lot of pressure to be good. And basically, the way I understood what my parents and relatives and my environment was telling me was if you don't reach these certain heights and these certain goals and placeholders, then you are not successful. Ay, talaga? So, yun yung problema. Oh, shucks. Like, okay, so for us naman, it was like, if you get there, that's really good for you. Pero kung hindi, okay lang din naman. Like, that's life. Yeah, I think there were times they would say, okay lang naman if you don't. Pero Alam mo, it was more side. of a focus on, no, you have to get here. Ito yung naabot ng tito mo, ng tita mo. Dapat ganyan ka rin. You can be no less. Parang ang hirap naman para sa isang bata to be pressured into like doing this. Like, for example, what if, let's say, this child goes through basketball, like whatever, basketball class, and they don't like playing basketball even after going through like two, three years of this basketball clinics. E, paano kung sasabihin nila sa parents nila na I don't like basketball? And they're like, no, you have to do it because all our family members are basketball players. Yeah. Diba? Parang ang hirap naman para sa isang bata yun. True, true. Like, I didn't understand the pressure at that point I didn't know it was pressure wow. it's just that it manifested itself in shame like did you feel like shame if I, okay here's the thing I was very lucky because I was able to get into the basketball team I was able to get into the starting five but there was a lot of fear of shame if kongare nagtry out ako tas hindi ako pasok so you would feel embarrassed there was a lot of fear there and anxiety that I realized was wow. you know was present because I eh, may yung pinsan ko natanggap my brother natanggap what if you, ako, hindi. Yeah. And you'd feel so there pressured. was no safety net that they built. Yon. So there was no safety net letting me know and really reassuring me na, hey, you just try your best and it will really be okay. They would say that in passing, Pero they but wouldn't, it never really hit as hard as saying, no, you have to get it. There was no reassurance. Like yeah. hard reassurance. Na parang, alam mo how you see like in some videos like on Facebook where the parents like face to face with their kid and like, hey, it's okay. And then yeah. they really give them a pep talk. So yeah. do you not think you had that? You didn't have these pep talks? It wasn't reassurance talaga. I think. Uh, like you didn't feel that way. Yeah, yeah. I always felt like there was this need to, no, you have to hit this mark, this mark, and this mark all the time. Oh my God. So imagine like how maybe another sibling who did not hit that mark yeah. felt. So I can only imagine now. And even myself, like you didn't hit a certain grade or you didn't hit a certain milestone in your life. Parang may shame talaga, may tendency to hide it. And yeah. I had that. I had that personality trait in me. So there is a downside to it. So it's such a tricky path to maneuver. In. Yeah, because we're both from like different worlds, yeah. different family backgrounds. And we're probably, each of us is looking at each other like, wow, you had it way better than I did. But I feel like we're all put in different situations. It's just about how you process it, diba? How are you going to process the situation that you're in? How are you going to make the most out of it? And how are you going to make it better for yourself? Yeah, but there is a bright spot to all this. Okay. To yours and to mine. Okay, and that bright it? spot is 
We were still kids then. And you have your whole teenage and adult life to learn from these mistakes and grow out of your own downsides and mm -hmm. disadvantages and errors in your ways. And that's what Bonizi and I are doing now. Yay. Okay, so we lift each other up and help one another up and motivate each other to be better people. And we're going to focus specifically on fitness right now. Okay. So Bonizi, when you started work, uh -huh. you had a very different mindset when it came to fitness. Yeah. So you just made cuenta about your younger years. What about when you started work and you were exposed to sexy people? Sexy people? What? No, right? No, the concept of sexiness yeah, and to having to maintain a particular physical look. Well, my concept of sexy when I was in my teenage years was at this time, they were really promoting the 36, 24, 36 kind of body. So if you didn't ah, have the, like, measurements. the measurements, so if you weren't those measurements, you weren't sexy. <laughs> so okay, gotcha. that's the kind of concept that I had. And when I started working, I was very, very skinny. And I was so skinny na parang kahit anong kainin ko, I just looked like a stick, like really straight. Even though I had the hips, mukha pa rin akong ting -ting. Okay. And people would tell me, oh, you need to work out so that you can like gain some meat on your bones. And for me, working out at this point was so that I could gain weight. I didn't know how I was going to gain the weight, but I signed up for a gym membership. I was eating a full plate of rice and like a box of chocolate every single day just to add weight and probably in the most unhealthy way possible. But honestly, I got a trainer and sumusunod lang sa ginagawa niya, but I didn't like let it sink in. So I didn't know what I was doing. I was just following what this trainer told me and hindi ko ina-enjoy. Basta ginagawa ko kasi sabi nila, you need to gym. Okay, so just to summarize, okay, so the goal when you started work was 36, 24, 36. Hindi naman yun yung goal ko. But that was my concept of sexy. Yeah. So my goal was So really what did you imagine when you hit the gym like of course you say oh, okay i'll sign up for a gym i'll pay some money what did you imagine yourself to evolve into oh i just wanted my arms to be a little bit rounder fofo oh yun lang my goal was to like gain weight okay because i was too thin and people would criticize me for so it. there was no ultimate goal beyond that no i just wanted to gain weight so i looked healthier That's gotcha all. Gotcha. That was my only goal. And I wasn't there because I wanted to be healthy. I didn't even know what healthy was, to be honest. I just needed to like make my arms look rounder and not make my bones pop out in like my collarbone or my elbows. That's it. Okay, so for me in college, so I was introduced to the world of the ladies. Ladies existed in this universe, apparently. And the movies. You are not alone! <laughs> the movies that I would watch would tell me that, you know, if you have a nice, sexy six pack body, then the ladies like that. A fight Club Body, but. Fight Club! Bonizi! It's my favorite movie, Fight Club Body. <laughs> uh, so you and me, small, you hit it on the head, Fight Club Body. That's what we all wanted. I was like, okay. Let's do that. I'm not so, gonna lie. I kind of wanted a body like Brad Pitt's also. I was like, I want abs like his. Oh, you wanted a body like his? Or no, you wanted, wanted a like, boyfriend with a body like his? Well, I wanted Zac Efron at that time because he had a body like that-ish. Okay. But I wanted to be strong. Like, I wanted strong abs also because of that. So, for me, the Fight Club body was the goal. And I had an idea of how to get it. Mm -hmm. So, the cool thing is my dad was a bodybuilder. 
when was I was he a bodybuilder? He was considered a bodybuilder. He actually joined one show. Really? He did. I thought he just liked and working he, no, out. No, he has a bodybuilding group. He liked working out. And then there was like one year where he decided to get super massive and try out a show. Your dad kind of had a fight club body from somewhat, the pictures somewhat. that I saw. He was a chunky fight club yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Muscular talaga siya. Yeah, yeah. Big, big muscles. And just to let all of you guys know, I am an inch taller than my dad. I weigh 175 pounds. My dad weighed 205. What? From all his muscle? 30 pounds heavier and that's all muscle. So just imagine me with 30 pounds of muscle. I'm like... Well, for your dad was a beef head. <laughs> yeah. He was a steak. <laughs> he was a steak. <laughs> a lean steak. <laughs> okay. So back to what I wanted. Okay. That was the fight club body. And I knew that I had to hit the gym because I was also super skinny. Yeah. Both of us were skinny. Yeah. I, I was athletic, but super skinny. I remember the first time I met you, everybody called you Payatot. Yeah. So <laughs> I had to work out and hit the gym all the time. So I had that goal. And my mindset was to hit the gym hard. Like every single day. If you can do two a days, you do two a day. How much do you bench, bro? Ganon. Yeah, that's my mindset. Ko. <laughs> and it, it's just so different from what you and I have now. Okay. And even now, from that point to now, ibang iba na yung mindset natin. Okay. So now that we move on from how we were in our teenage years, kamusta naman tayo ngayon? What is, what is our mindset? What are our goals nowadays? Well, things have definitely changed nowadays. I think now, the number one priority is to stay healthy and fit so okay. just fitter than the average person i guess mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we do that by not just working out anymore so i think it's evolved from hit the gym as hard as you can twice a day every day three times a day kung kaya, <laughs> and then eat all steak every day yeah. ka ng pera. and that's evolved into something else so for me it's evolved into many different facets of staying fit so that's the food component <clears throat> That's the sleep, rest, and recovery component. That's a very new one because we used to gym hard, but then we'd game all night and then yung tulog natin for hours. Yeah, so let me go through these and okay, then let's okay. talk about it one by one. So you have the, you the, have the food. food, you have the sleep, rest, slash recovery component, mm -hmm. you have the workout component, and then how we do that workout. Yeah. So, Bonizi, you can start. Okay, let's start with the food. So Fofo and I, especially like when I was doing Miss World and when you were getting fit for like your photo shoots. For the her, Hanford photo shoots. Yeah, for your photo shoots. This was almost the same time. We would gym really hard. Like I would say like three hours, like in between like heavy lifting or like circuit training. Like we would really drain our bodies. But at the same time, the food that we were eating was like crazy diet. I would eat. A thousand calories a day to 1,200 calories. And this was so that I could lose the fat that I had on my body so that I would look ripped when I was like in my bikini. Yeah. And if I was on my bulking phase, then I would eat like steak, three cups of rice, and three two, eggs. Two protein shakes. Mashed a day. potatoes, oh two gosh. protein shakes a day as like one meal. So Fofo was eating like a gazillion amount of food. And then I was eating very minimal so that we could both reach the bodies that we needed for these certain times. Yeah, and then when I would like try to cut and try to lose all the fat, I would very close to crash diet. Yeah, and I remember when I was on this diet, 
I had my mindset, okay, you're doing this for the pageant. Like it was all good. But by the end of it, I was like, man, this does not make me happy. Like I was not happy just eating chicken and camote and oatmeal every single day. Like I was really sad. Okay. So before we get to the flip side, like where we are now, let's go to the rest recovery. So for rest recovery, even after taping, if taping ends at 2 a.m., I'll go to a gym that's open 24 hours and I'll still hit the gym. Oh, grabe ka mag gym noon. It was crazy. And then even kung basag na basag ako, I only had two hours, three hours of sleep. Sometimes I'll tell boys, come on, we're still gonna hit the gym. And I'd be like, huh? Why? Tapos yung gym pa namin noon, two hours gym, tapos full workout talaga. Kailangan may cardio, kailangan may weights. Kailangan kompleto kasi kung hindi, hindi ka nag-gym. Alright, so that was how we functioned and our mindset before. But now, ano ba ang goals and mindsets natin pagdating sa food, pagdating sa rest, and pagdating sa workout mismo? Okay, if we were to encapsulate our philosophy, our fitness philosophy so mm-hmm. far at the moment, in one word or two words, what would you use? Move. <laughs> okay, so me, I thought about it. I would put it in the word sustainable. Wow, ang salino mo talaga. Bakit sa akin? Kasi ko okay. So sorry, I surprised you with that ano, question. I was just thinking of move because for me, now, it's important that we just get moving. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you don't need to put in two to three hours of a workout kung hindi naman sulit yung tulog mo, yung pagkain mo. So just get your body moving. Okay, so Bonizi and I, let's get back to the sustainable, sustainable word. I think that sustainable word is what drives us and that's the anchor of what we do. Because everything that we do in terms of how we rest, how we work out, and what we eat, mm-hmm. we want to be able to develop a habit that we can do for a long time, for years, Uh-oh. not just weeks, not just months. Because before... I would admit na ang ganda ng katawan natin nung nagtatrain ako for Miss World. Like, man, my waistline was like so tiny and you were like so buff. But we could only do that for months at a time and then we'd be tired of it. And yeah. it wouldn't make us want to go to the gym, actually. Yeah, we would like stop going to the gym for like three months, four months. Kasi basag na kami, like we were burnt out. Yeah, so parang we're like, okay, we achieved our goal. Ayoko na muna, break muna tayo. Which really sucked kasi hindi nga siya naging sustainable. Yeah, so let's break it down for everyone. So let's start with the food. So for the food, Bonizi and I realized that our energy levels are up when we eat healthier, cleaner food. So less fat, less oil, mm-hmm. a lot of veggies, and not a lot of sweets. So there was a huge difference when we adjusted our diet. And now we're on a semi-vegetarian, pescatarian diet. We can just say we're on a pescatarian meal plan. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we're super strict with it. So during the times that there's meat available, we'll eat that. Yeah. But I think the biggest difference was the energy levels. Kung dati, at around 2 p.m., 3 p.m., inaantok kami. Nowadays, wala na yun. Hindi na namin nararamdaman yun. And I think a big reason for that is the food that we've been eating. And honestly, like, okay, I'm gonna be TMI over here. So if you're eating, pause. But honestly, like, even when I'm going to the bathroom, I feel healthier when I'm using the bathroom. Yeah. I don't feel like, ah, but I feel like the toxins are healthily going out. Yeah, and we really put more of an effort into the kinds of food that we eat. So we're actually very happy because the food that we have prepared is exciting. Yeah. And we're always excited to eat now, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I think it's also a big thing that we don't really drink anymore. Like, diba, we used to drink more, syempre, when we would go out and see friends, especially in our early 20s. 
but now it's rare that we actually have a drink. Yeah, so that's what happened. And in terms of the calories that we consume, we don't overeat anymore. Yeah, we don't overeat and we don't undereat. And we just make sure na ang intake namin is we like we actually feel good and we feel full just to the right level. And yeah, not too so much. even if we're craving, let's say we crave for pizza or halo halo, we don't eat like four halo halos and like three boxes of pizza. Yung sakto pa rin. So I kahit was... gusto mo pa rin ng konte, parang if you had a couple of pieces already or slices, okay na yon. Yeah, happy na. You allow yourself to indulge, pero not too much. Wag oe. Wag oe. Kasi before, di ba, Fofo, I could eat a box of pizza by myself. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of you guys know the feeling ordering fast food in the middle of the Ooh, night. Sarap. Tapos sobrang dami. Two burgers, three pieces of chicken, two rice, sundae, apple pie. Fofo, Alam you just na, gave our works. order like from before. That is what we would order as a midnight snack 10 years ago. Alright, so now that we have the food down, what about the rest? Paano na ang rest period natin? For me and Bonizi, it's very important that we get seven to eight hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. And if we don't get seven to eight hours of sleep, we either put in a super light workout or don't work out at all. Yeah. So Importante we've, yung recovery namin dalawa, yeah. diba? We've really learned to listen to our bodies Now, if you're feeling really like, ugh, then it might not be the best thing to do intense workouts. I also feel like time management is such a big thing for us when it comes to our sleeping pattern. Because before, we wouldn't set a sleeping time for us because we're just like, go with the flow, let's work till like whatever time that we need to. Now, we actually have a time where we kind of stop working. So we yeah. stop working around 6 to 7 p.m., and we allot that time for us at night to unwind, for us to play games, and even for gaming, we try not to exceed the limit. Para pagdating ng 10 p.m., we're already in bed and ready to go to sleep. And when it comes to the workouts, Bonizi and I don't go hard anymore. Not all the time. So we, we really limit and we schedule the workouts where we go super hard. And usually that's once or twice a week na lang. Mm -mm. All the other times, it's a very relaxed workout. It's a chill workout uh -oh. just to get our body moving. And my effort pa rin. Hindi naman yung petics na naglalakad-lakad uh -oh. lang kami. My effort talaga. So my effort pa rin naman. Pero the times we really try to limit that to maybe once a week, twice a week. Because mm -hmm. I remember we would eventually get injured if we go hard six times a week. Right? Oh, naman. Kailangan pakinggan mo pa rin yung body mo. I remember before the pandemic, we would go really, really hard on our workouts. Like in one day, I do Pilates in the morning, and then right after that, I'd go to the gym and lift weights. So I'd have to like coordinate with my Pilates instructor. Like I'm doing legs today, so let's work on the small leg muscles. But at least I can go hard on like the hams. Go hard on the hams. Yeah. If you plan on doing that, naman, like go hard. You really have to plan out the like when you're gonna do it and the times that you're gonna recover. Like how are you going to recover from a hard workout? I didn't know that before. Kasi diba, I came from having no workouts. And then if there's no effort, parang, okay, walang kwenta. So for a time, I was like, go hard all the time. And I actually got sick because I was going hard seven days yeah, a week. Same here. So one more thing for the workouts. Bonizi and I have been doing this new workout, which we've been doing almost every day. Yeah. It's called the assault bike or an air bike. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we love this is because hindi bugbug yung katawan namin. Unlike burpees and running, if you do burpees and running every day, I'm sorry, dude. 
You're just gonna get injured. Well, at least for us. I maybe haven't done, I haven't done burpees in like the past yeah, month. Maybe it's different for other people. But for me and Bonizi, when we would go hard doing burpees and running, <laughs> parang ang lakas lang talaga ng shock sa katawan. Ang sakit eh. Maybe we're getting older. Maybe other people share the same experience as us. For the youngins out there, don't listen to us. But for us, an air bike is a less strenuous workout, pero very intense. Parang siya, and it feels like we're putting a good workout in. Mm-hmm. So we're very happy doing that so we've tailored our sessions five times a week around the air bike okay so now that we've talked about our progress from being young to starting working and even now at this point in our lives i'm sure a lot of people that are watching the podcast are wondering especially if they don't work out okay paano ko ba sisimulan to? how do i actually become fit and if they were like me before na walang alam sa fitness how do you actually start well i think to start it's always the simplest plans that will work out for you. So just a suggestion, okay? Pick three days in a week that you're going to work out. Or even two days in a week, okay? And stick to that for a month. And the workout can be anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes long. And all you have to do is type 15-minute workout on YouTube and follow that. Like for me, that's the easiest path with Mm -hmm. least resistance. Mm -hmm. And once you get into a rhythm, that's when you'll get more interested. Oh, let me try this out. Let me try this workout out. And then that's when you start your fitness journey. I also feel like it's good to set goals at the very beginning. So maybe if you're new to working out, you could start with just push-ups and you can improve on your push-ups every time for a month. Or you can do squats or ab workouts. So start with something simple and grow from there. Especially kung first time you mag workout and you're not quite sure about your form. Yeah, and just uh, before we get to the end of the podcast, for those who say, I gusto ganitong equipment, gusto ganitong simula, hindi, simulan mo na lang. And then later on when you have more confidence in what you're doing and when you know what you like that's when you can start adding different things oh i think i really need dumbbells or no maybe i need a kettlebell or maybe you want to go i'm gonna get a treadmill yeah because during the beginning of the pandemic i was really worried about working out because we were so used to the gym we were so used to a trainer and at this point at home we only had a mat and like bands like we didn't have anything but as we were going along the working out process we realized that we just needed two sets of dumbbells we had a 15 pound one and an 8 pound one that's what we used throughout the pandemic and that actually got me into this mood of working out higher reps and lower weights because I realized that when I worked with super heavy weights that my tendency was Mm -hmm. okay I might injure something or I might get hurt Yeah. so it actually allowed me to scale back so that was my journey so mm-hmm. going from super heavy always go hard to you know be chill and be patient eventually i'll get to my fitness goals so if you're just starting to work out for me i really recommend watching on youtube and the one channel that i would love to recommend is called hasfit h-a-s-f-i-t because they have a lot of beginner workouts they teach you about good form and you can just listen and follow and watch them as you do your workout another one that i can recommend is the sweat app. May bayad to, but if you're really serious about your workout journey, you can actually try it and they do have beginner workouts that you can try. And this is something that I've used for the past four years already. All right. And with that, I think we've come to the end of the podcast. The sun is setting. You I can know. see all the shadows. Ooh, so I'm like trying to... No, we got to end this podcast. Thank <laughs> you so much for joining us. I am Fofo. And I'm Bones. And make sure that you email us at behindrelationshipgoals at gmail.com if you have any comments, tips, or tricks for us let us know we'll see you again in the hashtag behind relationship goals episode in the next hashtag behind relationship goals episode bye bye